Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Depressed and defeated, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host this week, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. And today, both uh, Squish and Don are out. So I brought in some reinforcements. I have uh, Isaac. What's up, Isaac? What's up, Isaac? And then I have Tim Beamer, both of both uh, contributors uh, from the Hoops uh, for uh, MFFLs.com. How you doing, Tim? Just like when the Mavs are missing their two top contributors, this will go terribly. No, it will not. Actually, we do have a pretty deep roster, actually, of people who are willing to jump on. I know there was, uh, in our Slack channel, there was, uh, you know, our inter- our international man, um, Juan, was about to come on. Uh, I know Wyatt is still trying to get on this thing, so. Um, and I know Wyatt is currently uh, going through the roughest time of his life doing, uh, he's fighting for his life during um, finals, so that's always fun. Oh, I, do I not, feel that. It's like, I do not miss college, so. Which I it's weird, bro. Because I was thinking about, it, I was like, wait, y'all like, do they do like two weeks of uh, finals now? Is that how it goes? Yes, it's been last week and this next week. That is terrible, dude. For, when I was in school, it was only just one a week, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is the one week where I actually have to do work. So <laughs> you know, I mean, besides like test or whatever. Um, I cannot yeah. wait to get on the podcast with Wyatt so that this can just become a forty-five minute episode about different small towns along I eighty-one in Nebraska. Yeah, I, that's going to be fun. You, I'm definitely going to have you on for that one because, uh, yeah, it might be next week, actually. We'll see because next week is Christmas. And I don't know. We might all be, we all might be very, very mad after uh, the, the Christmas game. So we'll see. <laughs> um, but before we get started, uh, we have an ad read. Um, my bookie is, uh, let's see, um, Wilder versus Fury, Mayweather versus Pacquiao, electric personalities that produce produce big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, Woodley will be no different, so don't miss out on the action. Bet bet the fight with my bookie. My bookie is the has the best odds uh, and prop bets for Woodley for Woodley Paul too, and you can start you can start doubling your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars using the promo code Sports Drink. That's double your deposit to double your funds to double your excitement for Paul Woodley Woodley too. <laughs> my bookie. Much as we'd all love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he's looked strong in previous matchups. And with Woodley taking this fight on short notice, all the odds are in Paul's favor. Really? That sucks. <laughs> Back the problem child to win this to win three match, uh, as sure he's the favorite. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using the promo code SPORTSDRINK. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-D-R-I-N-K. <laughs> Head to mybookie.com. Um, today and place your bets. Fill your pockets and watch this grudge match get settled with Paul versus would lead to. Um, but anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. I did not realize they were fighting this week, so that was interesting for me to find out. 
Yeah, and anytime, um, anytime a Paul brother fights, you get the bonus of seeing them go one versus two against their opponent and their deep-seated daddy issues. Yeah, so that's great, man. So see that shit live. <laughs> um, and guess, Isaac, they did put Pacquiao and Mayweather and, yeah, Paul and Woodley <laughs> in the same. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right. Um, I love I love her ad reads. <laughs> um, so anyway, guys, uh, let's go and talk about this past week of games. We can talk about that. We can talk about the continued drama on Twitter. Um, we can talk about, I guess, whatever we want to. Um, so this week, um, first of all, was my birthday. So happy, happy birthday to me. Um, happy birthday. And we you lost. Old bitch. I know you're way older <laughs> than I am. Uh, so <laughs> so we uh, we lost that game narrowly against the Brooklyn Nets, a game that we were up by what, like seventeen at one point. Yep. Um, great. You know, obviously when you have a, you're going against a team that has Kevin fucking Durant, um, you know, things can go sideways real quick. Um, things did go sideways real quick for us, uh, in the, especially in the fourth quarter, that second half really like in general, just like, I don't know, you can kind of see the steam, uh, leaving our bodies. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we lost against the Nets. That was a, that shit made me real mad. I was actually kind of happy. I didn't have tickets to that game. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, what do y'all got? What are your guys' thoughts about that game in particular? Anything that sticks out to y'all guys? Nine for forty-six. We shot forty-six threes when we made nine of. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. that's you gonna can, be yeah. a good continued <laughs> yeah. theme. That's gonna be a continued theme as we talk about these games. Uh, yeah, I'll try to spin this positively, as oh, as shit. you know. Here we go. Here we go. I just think it was probably very inspirational for Luca to see another fat guy doing work down the stretch in one of these games with James oh Harden God. kind of putting us away at the end. <laughs> James fucking Harden. How did he I'm trying to look at his look at his stuff today. Let's see. He had yeah, 713, yeah. 23 points, 12 12 assists. Holy shit. Now he also yeah, had he was, damn, I didn't he realize that. Us up. Shit, dude. Yeah. So yeah, Luca looked uh I mean that was that, that was a Dorian Finney Smith game, which was interesting. Like, you know, he went four for nine for three, which hasn't happened very often uh, this year, especially um, if at all. <laughs> um, you know, looking at the looking at the box score, it's just like okay, like Jalen Brunson obviously gets a lot of burn. Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench uh, did not have the best shooting uh, game from three, uh, zero from seven. Uh, I, some people would say that's bad, um, myself included. Um, Josh Green though. Josh Green got some minutes early on, which was really he interesting. Did. Uh I was not expecting him to show up like what in the first, second quarter, basically the first half. And it being like, okay, like he shot one for one, cool. Shooting a cool one hundred percent from the field. Um, had a steal, great, you know. Um still negative eight, minus eight, which is, you know, uh kind of expected. You know, KP KP for whatever reason shot seventeen times and only hit six of those. Uh I mean Luca not so much better, you know, hitting you know, nine for twenty-one. Um, again, Reggie Bullock after having a pretty good game, you know, looked like shit again. Uh, Dwight Powell, you know, going a three for three from the field, great. I like when he does that, especially when it's not a three-point shot. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that game was what what it is. Um, again, a lot of these games are going to be what they are <laughs> at this point. Um, it's been what at this point it would have been what twenty. How many games is this? This is what twenty-two, I think. This is this is this is the twenty-third game. At this point, I think we yeah. know what this team is, um, which is uh, not the best. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to game number two, a game that we actually won. Which I mean, 
I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but the next uh, couple of games, uh, the next like couple of weeks of games, uh, do not look that favorably upon us. Um, or at least the six six week couple of games. Uh, okay. So let's see. Uh, looking at uh, looking at Mavs versus uh, Grizzlies. Uh, which by the way, Grizzlies just uh, they just um retired uh, Zebo's number. So congrats to him because damn, like Zebo Mavericks legend. Yeah, Mavericks legend. You know, Sacramento Kings legend. Like, uh. Yeah, that dude's a fucking badass. So good for him. Oh hell yeah! Um, I love that dude. Like he was just such a fucking he was a, a fucking goon out there. Um, this game. Uh, oh yeah, this is the game that uh that finally uh Moses Brown got some fucking time and did yeah. well. Yeah. And did what? What? Seven for eight from the field throw from the from the free throw line. Um, had nine points overall. You know, grabbed seven boards. Uh, eight of them being offensive rebounds. Like. What a great fucking game. I was so happy. And in 12 minutes. Yeah, which is fucking, yeah, incredible. Like, yes, that's Love what it. I want to see. I want to see him and Josh Green. This is a game I wrote about, actually, yeah. So Josh Green also got, like, you know, 10 minutes. Uh, some of it being, in, you know, the first half and a little bit more being the second half. And at four points, uh, you know, one total rebound. Uh, you know, two for three from the field. Great. Um, did not did not shoot a three. Uh, Dwight Powell did not shoot a three. Uh Dorian Finney-Smith, after going four from nine, or whatever it was, four from nine, from three, did not shoot a three, which is interesting. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, what, y'all have any thoughts about this game in particular? They were handing out technicals like Skittles in that game. Oh, Fuck, yeah, I remember that. Fuck yeah, they were. That was a, that was a fun game to... Uh, if, you're, if you like the refs, that was a really fun game to watch. I don't, um, think, I don't think Dylan Brooks did like the refs. No, he did in not. In my personal opinion. I think no, he, he screamed not. it. I think he screamed at one of the refs at the end as he was getting tossed out to go play a game of basketball first. Oh no, wait, that was someone else this week. Yeah, well, we can talk about that maybe <laughs> later. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, good win. Um, yeah, I mean, Memphis like they look pretty good this year. I mean, right now they're fourteen eleven. So and without yeah. Jaw, yeah, without Jaw, so it's like, damn, bro. Like it's yeah, yeah. Dylan Brooks had thrown out, you know. And they were on a streak of like five wins in a row where they had never trailed at any point. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So they look good. And of course, like, you know, Desmond Bain uh, didn't have as an explosive night as he did the other, like last week. Uh, you know, five for 15, not the greatest, you know, right. uh, one for three from three, which is kind of like kind of where his bread and butter was in college anyway, but um, not so much right now. Um and three Again. six mafia just tore it up, so Memphis had been on fire. Yes, yes, that was yeah, yeah, Memphis, yeah. Um, again, Dylan Brooks got uh, thrown out of the game. Uh, Stephen Adams is a fucking unit. When I went to see that game on the fourth, I was like, man, he's a fucking big ass dude. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean that was that was a good that was a good game for us. You know, like, I'm not. I know the ref the ref show can be a ref show, but uh, if the ref show doesn't fuck us up too much, I'm not too upset. <laughs> um, I haven't heard then, a crowd angry huh? at the refs in a while. Like yeah. they were pissed. Yeah, and Memphis, Memphis is very vocal. They're a small group, but man, they are super vocal. Um, and then this last game that we played against a, uh, obviously we know now, you know, Rick Carlisle was not gonna gonna participate. Uh, he's under COVID protocols right now. Um, I know we all wish him the best. Uh, because yeah. COVID is not not a fun thing to do. Um, and COVID's been kind of. Just COVID's kind of been ravaging the league a little bit. You know, just like, I don't know, 
It just seems uh, I know, like in the EPL, they've been you know uh, rescheduling games because people have in their COVID protocol. But anyway, um, so this game uh, lost uh, another loss, uh, which was kind of embarrassing because again they didn't have their head coach. Um, and this is a team that you know is openly talking about tanking. <laughs> um, you know, well, but, uh, yeah, you know, but uh, Garrett Levert, you know, Demonte Sabonis, you know, even Miles Turner, fucking killing us. Um, Karis Levert in particular, like for a guy that like was almost like medically unable to play basketball. <laughs> um, yeah, had a great game. You know, uh, four for seven from three, 11 for, 11 for twenty three overall, twenty six points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, a block. Bro, come on, like my goodness. Yeah, I want that guy so bad. <laughs> like, I want him on our team. Uh, um, actually, there's like you know. Karis LeVert, Demonte Bonus, Chris Duarte. You know, basically the entire starting Miles five. Turner. The entire starting five. I'm like, yeah, like you guys can come over here. Like, we're, let's Please. do it. Um, you guys would instantly be like our third, second best player. Um, <laughs> and there's anything that struck, anything that stuck out to you guys in this game? We scored six points in the final nine minutes. I that's can't. Right. I can't believe I just said that. Like that doesn't feel real for a Mavericks that offense right. that's been really good the last two years and not so much this year. We scored. A I only, yeah. I only <laughs> caught about those final nine minutes. But one thing that like jumped out to me, and this might just be the hockey player in me, but Brissett, with about twenty seconds left, went over the top of Luca and basically body checked him pretty hard for a meaningless rebound as both teams were just trying to dribble out the clock. And not yeah. so much as a dirty look at the guy from anyone else on the team. Like, I can just imagine, like, if that's a Heat player and their star gets hacked like that, like someone doing it to Jimmy Butler, how fast, like, Udonis Haslam could be 10 years retired and he would just pop up on the court. Yeah. Like, like right. Marvel style, just out of thin air, just to yeah. fight somebody. And that's just not the culture that this team has. And it's, it's worrisome. It is. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the fourth quarter. Uh, 13 total points. Luca played. No. The, yeah, Luca played the entire uh, fourth quarter. Uh, <laughs> let's see, six for 22 from the field in this quarter for 27 percent. Holy shit! <laughs> um, yeah, that was not a fun quarter. For Dorian Finney-Smith and Dwight Powell, it was fun to watch. Oh my god, dude! I probably did go one for one from the field, though. So he did. <laughs> yeah. Respect. Uh, yeah, that was not a that was not a fun game. And uh, I mean, you know, one for two for the week uh, is not exactly where we want to be, especially because you know, um, I mean, we do play the Wolves coming up, which should be more or less a cakewalk, you would think. You know, they're also kind of terrible. Um, that's actually the week after um, this coming week. I'm kind of looking the rest of the year. Um, we got Oklahoma, Charlotte. LA Wolves twice in a row, the Bucks. Terrifying. Um at Jazz for Christmas Day. So and that's at like 9 30. So I will be drunk and mad if we lose. Um because Christmas Day. Um Blazers, which is uh, it's Blazers, which is another team that's kind of like in a weird spot in terms of like their front office and um their head coach and um just their players. I don't know. That's not that's not another weird scene where it's like, hey, like Maybe we should have a fire. I don't know. Anyway, um, did y'all we, see what happened with CJ McCollum? Sorry to yes, get off yes. topic, but yeah, I did see what happened with CJ McCollum. That is very okay. sad. I do too. Um, did you see that, Tim? 
I'm sorry. I was about to make another small announcement to you since you say that again. Did you hear did about you see what happened to CJ McCollum? I did not. Uh, he has a collapsed lung. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck uh. that happens. Like, you know, uh, but uh, um, yeah. So CJ McCollum is a, uh, yeah. Uh, that team has like been ravaged by injuries though. Um, I know a lot of teams right now, like, I know like the Bulls have been fucked over by COVID and stuff like that. So yeah, it's going to be a weird year. It's a weird year like last year, I think. So um, anyway, Tim, what were we going to announce? Well, just because we were talking about it yesterday, as of 30 minutes ago, ABC7 LA has announced that famed Mexican singer Vicente Fernandez has passed at 81. Did he? No. No. Oh, my God. We just talked about him on Twitter. Son of a bitch. Just yesterday. Damn. I don't think my dad even knows. Fuck. Okay. I got to let him know. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. uh, You know, looking at... uh, I don't know, man. Like, So, looking at this next week. So, we have... Oklahoma today, and this this will, this will be up before that game. Um, Charlotte, L.A. Those are three games this week. What do you think our record's gonna? What do you think this the record for this week is gonna be? Looking at this, looking at this team, and looking at who we play. Three and zero. Oh, oh, okay. Let's go for it. Three and zero. Let's fucking just Ooh, let's kill them. Let's try our hardest. What do you think? What do you think, Tim? <clears throat> God, OKC is so terrible. Like you would think, you would think that we'd be should, even without Luca. They should win that. They should go one and two. I'm thinking the one Lakers. The Lakers are a mess, but they're more together lately than we've been. Yeah, yeah. I got. I got. Russ is. He was clowning Russ early in the season, but he's actually been kind of. He's hot adjusted. lately. He's adjusted to what they need him to be. So he's doing like, the okay. same thing he did in Houston, like. Finding his lane and actually being productive yeah, after so. a after a rough start. So I'll say yeah. one and two. Um, if Luca can come back Monday night, yeah, I think you have a chance to get that Charlotte game if Luca comes back Monday night. I think that's yeah. that's probably their optimistic plan is steal the game in OKC without him against the really bad team and have yeah. him face the kind of. I know Charlotte's cool to watch and fun, but they're still kind of a barely above average team. So they're a work in progress. They're fifteen and thirteen, so they're not like yeah. it's not pl- so you're not playing Milwaukee. They're they're yeah. really really promising. I won't say good right. yet. They're very promising. So you have that game at home. Go get that one. So like yeah, if by thirty six hours from now they're two and zero, then the rest of the week is gravy. Nice. Yeah, that that's my legitimate prediction. Two and one, steal the game tonight, and then get one of the two at home. Yeah, and then beat I the mean, Lakers by forty, so I can tell everyone around me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. For those who do not know, Tim is in California. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so moving on. Uh, uh, there was no, there was another uh, battle on um, MF's Twitter this week. Um. <laughs> One that I was like, oh my god, let's talk about this shit because uh, it's it's great. Um, so former Shadow GM, um, Vulgaris, uh, and Cuban decided to have a uh, conversation on the timeline. Um, in the end, in the end, you know, Cuban was like, oh, you know, we're friends, so it's not a huge deal. Like we rag on each other, but I mean. 
like me and Squish, we rag on each other, you know. Um, but you know that we're joking because people like see our personas online, and like we literally do a podcast most weeks. Right. Um, um, and we hang out in real life. But uh, it was really weird, like looking at those tweets and being like, "Oh my god, they're actually like fighting about things to the point where." Um, what did Cuban say, Tim, uh, to Vulgaris about go play a game of basketball or something? Yeah, go play a game. Jeff Kavanaugh from the fan made a really good point when he quote tweeted that and said, Cuban just told the guy he trusted to basically run his team for almost a decade to go play basketball before he trusts your basketball opinions. Yeah, 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 which is like he he knocks that one out of the park. Yeah. So what what are y'all's takes about this week? Because again, it seems like the past two weeks have just been uh, very contentious contentious on uh on Twitter, especially. <laughs> so when you know, when you your billionaire fans. when your billionaire owner is like DMing individual fans and trying this hard to convince everyone that everything's fine, he's the dog sitting in the room that's on fire meme saying everything's fine. <laughs> it, it's not fine. You're basically trying to bribe people with ticket packages and make them feel important by asking for opinions that you're never going to listen to because the only reason you're asking is you're stubborn as hell and set in your ways. Yeah. Like if, if someone gave him actual constructive roster and realistic like acquisition advice in one ear and out the other, like right. he's probably, he'd probably only listen to you if you had some cool crypto or NFT talk. <laughs> like he's, He's doing spin control. He's trying to do like PR. It, it just gives me a headache. Yeah, I think he knew that the uh, tweets he sent about Mavs Twitter not being the real fan base was a mistake, and he had to go play PR mode. Well, yeah. like he he made his reputation by like early on in his ownership going up and sitting in the four hundred level at Reunion Arena and like being a friend of the common man. What he doesn't realize is like. The new 400 level is Twitter. It's social media. We're like, yeah. we're the assholes that would don't pay that much to sit in the lower bowl. If he thinks his, you know, if he thinks the real fans are the dudes from Addison that pay $200 to take their seven-year-old to the game and don't know the last back half of the roster beyond the starting five, like, that's not it, man. Mavs Twitter, probably like, says some things in the heat of the moment, but those are your real fans. Those are your 80-plus game-a-year ride-or-dies. So, you know, this is the the new nosebleed section, and Mr. Adaptive Businessman doesn't realize it. I think deep down down this week, he might have, and that's why he's trying to, like, perk packages to death through DMs. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot with me, because, like... I guess, like, I've talked to Mark before in the past, like, because he used to follow me. Not anymore, which is totally fine. Totally, totally is, uh, is called unfollow. Um, but, um, you know, like, I think this is, like, the culmination of everything. And, like, yeah, I, I think, like, I saw some people talk on, I'm sorry, I totally forgot to reference whoever it was. But someone was like, hey, like, if I was a billionaire and I had a Twitter I would log off and like go on vacation and like the Maldives or something, bro. Like, you know, 
like my whole perception of being like the owner of a team would just be, hey, let me write the checks. Let the GM do what the GM needs to do. Write the checks. Um and stay off Twitter and or social media in general and then just like go fuck off somewhere. Like, you know, um and preferably not do a show, you know. <laughs> um but uh I don't know, man. It's just like it's this is like the second week I think I've talked about this and like usually like with these like news cycle stuff, like usually it's only like a week at most, you know, like like whenever like me and whoever's on the podcast are you know, trying to figure out um, what to talk about for the week. Like, normally the stuff, like, towards, like, the beginning of the week is, like, it's not it's not going to be a thing to talk about because the new cycle's already moved on, you know? Yeah, the general um, rule is about 72 hours. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? And then it's, like, but this has, like, been, like, constant. Like, we even have questions about this, which we'll get into in a little bit, you know, about, you know, Twitter and stuff like that. Um... I will say that Twitter is very vocal, but it's also a very minor part of the of the fandom. Like, you could go on the street, you can go to a Mavs game and just go talk to someone randomly, and I'm sure 50% of the time they won't know what Mavs Twitter is, they won't know what um, they won't know what, you know, Mavs Reddit is. Like, those two right. places are places that I go to a lot, and there's a lot of vocal fans. Fans that may be a little opposed to each other because of certain things, but at the end of the day, like, you're pretty much operating in the same capacity as a fan. So, right. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm hoping he, uh, gets offline for a little bit and just like, let's, um, Nico do what he needs to do. Cause the trade, the trade, uh, trade, trade time is coming up, uh, in a couple, like what, like in a couple days. So actually on Wednesday, 15th, on Wednesday, days. on Wednesday against the Lakers, who I'm sure is also going to be, you know, looking around the, the league for, for parts. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so now let's go ahead and have ad read time and then we will get into questions. Um, again, my bookie, uh, the best odds and preps, uh, best odds and prop bets. Um, remember you can, you can, uh, start by doubling your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars using the promo code sports drink, double your deposit to double your funds, to double your excitement, you know, for the, for the games going on this week, for the, for the box team match that's going on this week. Um, additionally, we also have Symbol. Um, Symbol is a stock market of sports that allows you to profit off uh, your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Um, you can use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Uh, you can join the 7,000 early adopters um, that have, made, that have uh, started to invest in their favorite teams. I'm not so sure if I'm doing with the Mavs right now. Um, you can visit www.symbol.com to create a free account and your deposit. And when you deposit, make sure to use a promo code SD uh, to make your deposit risk-free. Um, and lastly, uh, Spotify Green Room. Um, Spotify Green Room is a live uh, audio-only sports talk platform. You can download. You can, it's free to download to use on both the Apple Store and the Android Store. Um, you can talk to me if I'm ever on. Other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Um, it's perfect for watch parties, uh, debates, post game breakdowns, and uh, reacting to breaking news. Um, so again, use all you gotta do is download it. Um, I know recently they just put up the Android version, so that's great. Um, yep, so that's it. All right, let's go ahead and get into questions, which is always the kind of the bread and butter of this of this podcast. Um, let me pull them up, pull them up real quick. Da, 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 da. Let's see. All right. <laughs> 
so again, how earlier I was talking about how we have a lot of questions about uh, Twitter <laughs> and Mark and fans. Uh, okay, first question comes from Texas fan underscore O five. They ask, uh, <laughs> why does our owner hate his fans that only want the best for the team? <laughs> okay. So I think that um, I don't think he hates us. I just think that he's finally seeing the pressure starting to come down. Um, he's running out of uh, places to put the blame on. You know, Rick's gone. Donnie's gone. Um, Volgaris is gone. Uh, you know, again, total new free, total new front office, uh, whole new coaching staff, basically. Um, yeah, uh, the players are about the same. You know, you just kind of you, you you just plugged out, took away Josh Josh Richardson and put in uh, you know Reggie Bullock, um, which hasn't been, which actually I think has actually been worse. I think before he went to COVID protocols, Josh Richardson was actually having a pretty good season. <laughs> um, oh so, yeah, yeah, which is that, that's crazy how that happens apparently. Um, yeah, but I don't think he hates us. I just think that he's just like, dude, like, please let me live, you know, but we can't let him live because this, you know, <laughs> for a lot of us, uh, this team is one of the most important things in our life. So including, right. I think all three of us. So yeah. What do you, what are your takes, Isaac? I just, I mean, I agree with what you said. I don't think he hates us, but you know, I don't blame the people that think that way after what he tweeted I mean, when you say that people on a certain platform aren't your real fan base you can't be surprised when people on that platform are like dude what the hell like i don't understand why he he seemed surprised at the reaction he got and i was like that seems like logic 101 yeah yeah you know like you're tweeting this on maps twitter you know exactly, uh, but uh, I also like the there was the the um, what was it? The uh, someone said, I forgot who again, I gotta start like you know, retweeting or quoting or something these tweets I keep saying, but like someone was like, Oh, like you decide, okay, like you're because the, the, the Twitter account was like, Oh, Mavs Twitter, this is for you, and someone was like, Well, we're on Twitter, so it would be for Mavs Twitter, right? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. Just one of those no, things. I, yeah, I I love that the account is like, "Hey, here's one of our players playing. This is for you." I'm like, "What? Isn't that your job to play the players that will put you in the best position to win games?" Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's whatever. Um, uh, Tim, you got any thoughts? I just think people with his kind of money aren't used to like people saying no or people disagreeing with them. And also there's the extra element that Mark kind of came, came to us and built a reputation. He's, he's the mom for mean girls. He's not a regular owner. He's a cool owner. And so like for them to, for there to finally be some like pushback against his personality and the way he runs things is not really something he's used to. And that's starting to like, that's starting to like seep into every little facet of the front facing parts of the organization, including the people who run social being so defensive about the team to the point that the girl who runs it is tweeting and deleting shit. Like, Oh, now y'all love us. <laughs> well, yes, do better. We, we do. We do love winning. That's the whole point here. Like 
God, and I tweeted, I think I either sent this in the Slack or tweeted it the other day, but I pray Mark never gets into the EPL ownership side of things because, God, he he thinks we're bad. Yeah, EPL is is a whole different beast. I'm an Everton fan. We won our first time in like nine games against Arsenal the other day in a great game, and the fans still staged a walkout during that game. Oh, no. Like They they were fucking done. I love English soccer, bro. That shit's so fucking great. He would, God, he would be curled up in a ball crying in the corner of the pitch if he got into that. Yeah. Just the amount of shit housing that goes on. It's great. <laughs> um, which is one of my favorite terms of all time. I just love that term, shit house. Um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Juan, Juan Manuel, uh, who is uh, one of our contributors who wanted to come on but had errands. So, sorry, Juan. Next time. Shout out. Um, yeah. Uh, I love this question. Since cars are becoming more autonomous every day, how long until we have a country song about a redneck that got abandoned by a self-driving sentient truck? <laughs> uh, bro, I'd see. Uh, I don't know how far is uh Tesla off from like having the you know self-driving car? Because I'm sure give it like a year after that. Like I think if they come out like what in 2024, give it, like 2025, 2026. Like go. You'll you'll yeah. you'll see a you'll, you'll get somebody. you'll get a song. It might be one. It might even be Squish. Squish may decide to make a fucking parody comment about something. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, here we uh, go. That'd be great. I'd love it. You know. Um, what do y'all think? Uh, yeah. Basically, what you said. I don't have any other opinions on it. <laughs> Tim, what do you think? I'm just trying to construct the lyrics because in most of those songs, the oh wife God. the wife leaves, but he's still got his pickup. Yeah, now it's, it's gonna be nothing. now it's gonna be the pickup leaving, so I'll just go ride my wife instead. I think is how that song goes. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I'm not so sure if uh, that will be a, uh, you know, uh, you gotta wear that really carefully uh, for the masses. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, next question also comes from another contributor, uh, Squish Forty One. Um, what the fuck is a contributor this week? Um, would you rather get stung by one hundred thousand bees? Or uh, one reunion tower size B. So I mean, that either way. Yeah. So I talked about this with my wife because I was just talking about the questions that we got. I talk, I asked her all the time, like, hey, like, look at this question we got. And uh I was like, Yeah, Squish asked the question. She was like, fucking for real. And I was like, Yes. So <laughs> and I told her now, she was like, and so we're talking like literally on the because we went to uh went to see my my uncle yesterday, because uh, it was his birthday, and um on the way there we were just like like you would think, like the amount of poison in the Uranian Tower size B would have to be like would have to be, um, you know, like a proportional to a regular size B, right? Either way, you're dead, you know. Um, yeah. And I figure, like, like a, a, a bee, a bee that big is like it's a kaiju, you know, it's a giant monster. So, fuck right. it, bro. I, that's how I want to go out. Like, little kaiju, fuck me up. Like, I'll go out that way. That's fine. <laughs> like, um, it's one time, you know, you're done after that. Like, um, what about you guys? What do you guys think? I'll choose the reunion tower size B because at least there's like a one in a million chance that he'll miss. And then <laughs> I have a chance in hell of living. 100,000 bees aren't going to miss. Like, <laughs> what do you think, Tim? Uh, the many bees is actually just the ending of my girl, so I'm gonna go cry now. Thank you for that. I'll t- oh I'll, yeah, that movie. <laughs> I'll also take. He's allergic to bees. Oh my god! And then the funeral, and he puts the glasses on him. Yeah, god, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be a train wreck the rest of the day now. Um, 
See, I'll take the giant bee as well and hope it hits you like in the hand or the foot. And then you can 127 hours yourself right after that. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. That's but, just you one sting point. but it's like how big that stinger is, though. You know, I was gonna like, say, that stinger is going to be as big as a building. Like, <laughs> it's got to be as big as like a house. Like, you know, like, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Like, well, yeah, a house can fall on your foot and miss the rest of you, <laughs> theoretically. Okay. All right. Theoretically. All right. All right. Before we get into physics on this, on this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, okay. A question from Dalton, Dalton Richard, 17, who Love now him. has changed his uh, thing to a, changed his avatar to a, to Master Chief, because I think that game came out this week. Um, a non-Mavs player you would want to hang out the most in the NBA? Giannis. Okay. <laughs> uh, my answer would have to be Anthony Edwards. Um, yes, I love that. that. That dude is the funniest fucking dude in the league. Um, he's just... And, like, I keep going back to a point where, like, during during the draft meetings and stuff like that, he was just like, yeah, I really don't like basketball. Like, I don't like to watch or anything like that. Like, I like more that's so hilarious, dude. I'm just like, bro, I love this. Like, literally the top, like, 0.001% of, like, people on Earth who are really good at the sport. Like, okay, cool. I'm just, I just want to do this instead. <laughs> um, what about you? What about you, Tim? Kevin Durant. Because I, I want to be there while he's tweeting the kind of petty things. That, like, <laughs> I want to help him construct these. Or I want him to teach me how to be better. Like, I'm pretty petty on Twitter. I, I want to learn from the GOAT. That's, a, that's the a absolute really, Twitter are, goat. These are really good answers. <laughs> Fuck. Um, there's a lot of good players in the NBA right now. Um, yeah, and Isaac, yeah, I think Isaac he, hanging out oh. with Giannis, you probably get to see him discover like some kind of American snack for the first time. Like when he that's discovered Oreos saying, like, and milk the other he day. He talked about Oreos, and then after the championship, he went to Chick fil A and ordered a 50 count. And I was like, this is the kind of guy that, like, you can tell the fame isn't like overtaking him. Like, he's still a cool guy. Like, yeah, I love it. He's literally one of the, he's literally one of the best athletes in the world too. So that's even better. Exactly. Um, he also has another question. Uh, who do you think is the most underrated movie villain of all time? There's a lot of villains out there, man. Um, ah, I, I have a take actually. Um, so uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character from um, Five Hundred Days of Summer, I think, is a villain. Um, not like a typical villain where it's like, ah, oh, you're evil. It's more of a, uh, you put this, uh, perception of a girl onto a girl who you don't really know and get real mad when she doesn't live up to that perception. Um, and I thought that was interesting. Cause like when I was like 20, I was like, oh yeah, this movie makes total sense. And I watched it again when I'm like, you know, near my thirties and I'm like, actually Tom kind of sucks. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> he's, he's not a villain in the, typical sense it's more just like you know like he had misplaced um like misplaced uh perceptions so which i think right. eventually which eventually just makes him look like an asshole if you're looking at it from any other percept any other way except for his so that's my answer uh, my answer my answer is going to be the uh 2011 heat in the Mavericks documentary of their championship. There we uh, go. That's great. <laughs> Very underrated. <laughs> no one ever talks about this. Exactly. Especially on, especially on Twitter. About this? <laughs> Tim, you got an answer for this one? Yeah, since it's this time of year, I'm going to go with uh, the mom and dad in the Home Alone movies. Everyone <laughs> wants 
say the wet bandits are the villain, but no. The neglect and forgetfulness of the parents in those movies created a domestic terrorist. Yeah, that's exactly that's absolutely true, man. That could be in CPS if this happened. This happened in real life. Yeah, um, the uh, let's have a conversation meme. The guy sitting at a table, like, yeah, let's this is it, bro. The parents from Home Alone are actually terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, say what you want to say what you want about the Wet Bandits. They were there for them both Christmases. They both. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck that happens. You know, two years in a row. But um, let's see. Next question comes from one of my favorite Twitter people, Bibs Corner. Um, yeah, Bibs asks. Favorite movie of the year, which I'm very happy he said favorite, because if he said best, I would be out of luck. Um, my favorite movie of the year so far, because this is coming out before Spider-Man comes out. Um, my favorite movie of the year so far um, is Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> um, one of my all-time favorites, uh, kaiju film, um, has homages to the old uh, movies, you know... Um, Spoiler alert! You know, a, a kaiju looks like looks like Godzilla shows up. Um, just overall fun as fuck. I actually rented out a, I think I told it to us before, but I, I rented out a, a a theater for this. Basically, you know, like nice. a small little theater, right out theater. Like had like this is what, like when COVID was still kind of you know going on. So or COVID still is going on, but you know, vaccines are starting to come out. So basically, what it is like only family was invited. And everyone who had got everyone who was there had already been vaccinated, so it was like, okay, cool, like, nice. you know. Um, so we were able to kind of enjoy ourselves out there. Um, but that's my favorite movie, that's my favorite movie of the year. Um, what about you guys? I've only seen one movie that came out this year, so my answer is Default, the new Space Jam movie. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's that, that's that's a choice. Um, yeah, okay, what, what, what I can say. <laughs> what about have you seen any movies that came out? previous years but you watched this year oh i watched i mean i watch Moneyball on okay. repeat i watched draft and repeat like okay what's your favorite movie that came out that what's your favorite movie that you watched this year then i watched this year i there's a special place in my heart for Moneyball. i know that not a lot of okay. people like it but i just really? i love that's a great fucking movie math. that's a great I movie the math of it and i i just love all of it who who said they didn't like it? What the fuck? Like, there's a lot of people on Twitter that just you know love to hate everything. You know. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about. I was like, no, bro. Like, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, my I mean, my wife watched it last like I think Christmas break. I was like, yo, let's watch this. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. What about you, Tim? What's your favorite movie that either you saw this year or came out this year? Uh, in theaters, probably my favorite one is Eternals. I did watch the first half of King Richard last night, but someone fell asleep, so right. so we'll finish that up. <laughs> it's been really good so far, though. And uh, there's one I'm very excited to see that I think is going to blow everything else out of the water. It's a kids' movie, but I cannot wait to see Encanto. Oh, no. yeah, I need to see that too, bro. I need to watch that. I also I heard know. Luca was really good, so I need to watch. It that. was, and we Luca are. It was really good. Mavs based podcast, and so we'll even though it's spelled different, we'll shout out to that. That was actually my wife's favorite because we were again talking about questions. She was like, "Yeah, Luca was my favorite." I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, also, uh, Rounders. Rounders is a good movie. Okay, that's a good one. That's so good. good. All right, let's see. Um, the next question comes from I love the Christmas themed Christmas themed um, uh, at Jolly Spam Mavsman. Um, 
Is the Mav State media making excuses for J-Kid by blaming the gar- this garbage on everything? Um, I feel like there's so many things wrong that... I it's, say, yeah, it's a it's, lot. Yeah, it's hard to, like, you know, spread out the pain and misery on everyone. I think Jason Kidd does deserve some of it, because some of his rotations have been, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, so... No, I don't think... I think Mav State media, I think they don't try intentionally to not rag on him, but there's so much more wrong with this team at the moment. So, um, yeah, what do you guys think? I will say, though, it's uh, I agree with what you said, but it is so obvious when Mark or whoever is running the social media sends out a memo because everybody tweets something in the span of, like, five minutes. And I'm like, oh, y'all got the memo. Okay, cool. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what about you, Tim? This is like a side note. Yeah, I'll relate it to his coaching, whatever. Um, there's been this big narrative this year that, oh, the Mavs are getting all these open shots, yada, yada, yada. So kids coaching just fine. It's just a make or miss league, and they're just missing these open shots. Someone actually went back and like ran every shot. Well, they track this data every, every for every team, so it's not like someone did it especially for the Mavs. Yes, they're getting open shots. They're like the least efficient shots. I think they were like 27th last I checked where they're getting these open shots from. They're not good looks. And most, they're, they're open because a lot of teams are backing off and saying like, yeah, have that 20 foot kind of off to the corner too. Like, right. go ahead, yeah. keep, keep taking it and you'll have a wide open shot. And that's going to go down as a shot that they were wide open and missed. And they're going to go back and preach to us. Oh, well, he drew up an open shot, do all this. But like, no, if you actually dive into it a little deeper, it's yeah. just, it's, it's a disjointed offense. It's got a lot of issues. I'm not, it's not all on him because there's like roster construction problems for sure. But man, it's just, you're making an offense with Luca not fun to watch. That's yeah. exactly that's, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I think I tweeted yeah. this out earlier this week and it probably worked, especially Friday night since Rick wasn't there. But they're definitely pushing the Mavs over Mavericks branding hard this year because they're missing Rick. <laughs> that's fucking good. That's a great one. God damn it. Let's see. Uh, uh, Preston Rogers asks, uh, where can I find your podcast? You can find it here <laughs> at the Hoops Have Vices podcast. Uh, we do this weekly, usually, unless it's like a big event or something like that. And then you kind of, you know, don't do it. Um, yeah. Come listen to us. Uh, hang out with us. Uh, yeah. This will also be my part of the uh, podcast where I do say we do have a Patreon um, out now. Um, you know, like one to two bucks, maybe. Like, you, so you gotta spend monthly uh, just to get access to our Discord, to get access to um, your questions being uh, first priority. Um, there's also a five for five deal where if you, you pay five bucks, you have five minutes to get on the podcast and talk about whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but there's a very hard, <laughs> there's, a, there's a very hard five minute limit and uh, if you fucking if you go over that, we uh, we boot your ass basically. So we cut you know, your finger we, off. We have a, we have a we have a, a, a sound effect ready for it whenever that happens. Um, but yeah, um, that's where you can find our podcast. Um, Ollie James asks, uh, "What's the craziest thing Mark Cuban blames Mavs Twitter for?" Um, it has to be the fact that players don't want to come here because of our uh, yes. our, our Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you've seen New York Knicks Twitter or even like Brooklyn Nets Twitter, Twitter or like Lakers Twitter. Dude, it's it 
yeah, like weird small minnows compared to some of these other uh, accounts. Some of these, like Boston Twitter, bro. Like I don't even want to oh look at God. Bo- no, um, no, I'd rather. Baker Twitter sends death threats. Like, come on, we are not the same. Like, yeah, yeah, no, like. No one's looking at our Twitter's and being like, no one's looking at Red Mavericks and being like, oh shit, fuck this guy. Like, I don't want to come here anymore. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not fucking giving up millions of dollars, you know, because of some guy on Twitter. Like, no. Exactly. So, what about you guys? What do you guys think? I think it's really weird that he blames climate change on Mav's Twitter. Oh, wait, he didn't do that? I was just assuming. No. Sorry. No, no. I mean, he might eventually. <laughs> we'll see. He blamed the uh, crypto crash on Mav's Twitter. No. <laughs> That's coming. It's coming. Anyway, <laughs> let's see. Um, next question comes from uh, Wesley. Um, favorite thing about being a dad? Uh, I'm going to go mushy for a second. Um, my favorite thing for about being a dad so far has been being able to be super, being able to be super goofy. And like my kid, like loving it. Like he's four, about to be five months. And uh, he is just like, he thinks it's the most hilarious shit. When I'm out here, like, using baby talk, talking about how bad the Mavs are. Like, he's just like, this is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life, you know? Um, so that's been really nice to kind of be around. Um, next question uh, comes from Jennifer. Uh, what are your thoughts on how KP and Luca have been playing? Um, Luca and KP, when they've been on the floor, for the most part, have looked really good. Um, Luca, not so much. KP has been looked really good, considering, like, where he was towards the end of last season um right. kp though i mean luca he hasn't looked himself quite yet um i think that f- that foot or leg or whatever is really bothering him um he probably needs to be out for a couple of days i would assume like he just he needs to rest um yeah. i think he i think he can get back into that you know um you know where he's just like fucking killing everybody um but it hasn't happened quite yet completely where he's not i'm not where years past where i'm like Oh shit! Like Luca's in. Okay, we got this. Now it's like, oh, Luca's in. Okay, maybe we got this. You know, we have a chance. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. How what do you what do you guys think? I just want to say, like, I know stats aren't everything, but the fact that a Luca off year is twenty five eight and eight on forty five percent, like, that's kind of insane. It <laughs> rolls. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's like a like off year, but uh, is it really an off year? Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think? What do you guys think? I'm, I'm just, I'm not worried about them at all when there's so much else to like yeah. be actually concerned with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from, uh, I don't know how to say it. Let's see. It's uh, C. Malfaro, 25. I'm sorry. I'm saying that, saying that wrong. Um, uh, Kendrick Williams or Fred Van Vliet, which combo guard should Mavs pursue? Yes. Ooh. I will say all uh, of the above. <laughs> I will say I love Kendrick Williams because he's from Dallas. He rocks the Dallas shag, which is a very like Dallas haircut. Um, right. Yeah, I'm fucking cool with going after him. Also, I think he's on a cheap contract right now. Fred Van Vliet just yeah. got paid. Fred Van Vliet just got paid. So I'm kind of like, eh, you know. And I mean, Kendrick Williams is another TCU guard or, you know, combo guard that we should have went after. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go. I, I I go for Kendrick. I don't know about you guys. You guys have a preference I over either one. Yeah, same what thing you said. Kendrick is cheaper. Yeah, yeah, bang for the buck. You'd say Williams, but you know Van Vliet's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Van Vliet is like uh, he's like Jalen Brunson on steroids. So you know, 
Um, let's see. Uh, last question. This is a good question to end off on. Um, do you think Mark Cuban is the problem with our front office, or are they collectively bad? <laughs> um, I will say that um, all of the problems seem to stem from Mark Cuban overall. Yeah. Like just like the way like things have been ran, and like of course we're not even not even getting into like the the uh, sexual allegations and the, the you know sexual abuse stuff. Yeah. Like they're not even getting into that. That's a whole different beast. Not like. When it comes to this, like, yeah, we talked about it one time on the podcast a long time ago, just as a, hey, man, like, we don't fucking stand by this, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like, when it comes to just purely basketball stuff, like, it is Mark Cuban, you know, like, who is ultimately yeah. calling the shots. Like, he he writes the checks. Um, right. So it's up, to, it's up to him. But also, like, I will agree that it is a new front office. Like, it's, you know, we got, I don't think the only person who's really stayed the same is, you know, uh, is a uh, Mike Finley, Michael Finley still here? That's kind of about it. Right. But uh you know, uh yeah, I think it it it's ultimately um Mark, you know. Um do I want to sell him? do I want him to sell the team? Um that fluctuates depending on the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I just wish you, I just really my ultimate goal is for just him to be like all more or less online. Like just yeah. log log off, bro, go swim in a fucking pool of cash. You know, like, just like, just, yeah, don't, yeah. What about you guys? I agree with you. I mean, there's a tiny bit of hope that maybe Nico, you know, laid out to Cuban, like, I'm not going to take this job if you're just going to do everything for me. You know, there's a hope that that was said. Um, but yeah, bottom line is Mark Cuban needs to be less involved with the stuff that GMs and vice president should be doing. What do you think, Tim? It's going to sound like we've been doing a Cowboys podcast for the last 30 years because, you know, that's what Cuban's basically becoming with his failure to ever give up control. And we'll see how it goes with Nico and if this continues to be true. But I think we learned over the past, like, with everything that came out in the Cato story in The Athletic and, like, the past decade or so, Instead of sons like Jerry Jones has, Cuban was just trotting yes men out there that Black probably man. didn't deserve to keep the jobs. Like Donnie did some <laughs> great things in the past, but like it really sounds it's like he just got he got full on his own success and was really like, okay, I'm just gonna do my job because I'm never gonna lose it. And then it all right. does circle back to the fact that no matter what Donnie or Haralabob were doing. It was Cuban's decisions at the end of the day. So, you know, right. It's just very. It was a dictatorship in that front office. We'll see if it still is, but you got the wrong guy in charge. You know, being crypto genius and internet billionaire and all that stuff does not qualify. It didn't then, and it does not qualify you now, no matter how long you've been involved in the NBA. It does not make you a good GM. He never will right. be a good GM. And I would like to personally, if he hears this, challenge him to a game of basketball. <laughs> I got to see this. <laughs> That'd be great. We'll stream that live and the proceeds will go towards the team or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he'll, um, shut, he'll blank me. He'll beat me like 21 nothing or whatever we play to. But I just want to get that one good elbow into him. There's going to be some flagrants. <laughs> <laughs> no rest. Uh, God. All right. 
So those are all the questions this week. Thank you guys for uh, submitting questions. Thank you guys for you know listening to the podcast. The support really, really helps. Again, if you ever want to join the Patreon, have some questions, don't hesitate to ask me stuff about it. Um, we will be adding more tiers as people join. Like We just kind of want to get the ball rolling and make it you know pretty accessible to pretty much anybody who has a little bit of money. Um, anything, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, um, pre, obviously... I appreciate Isaac and Tim for coming on. You can find Isaac. Where can we find you at? Uh, on Twitter at I S A A C A P P E L T. Isaac Appel. And what about uh, you, Tim? At Ultralight Beam, the last one, last four, or B E H M. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a Kanye pun, whatever, which is great. <laughs> why, should I change, why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair though, that performance the other night on Amazon was great. Was <laughs> killing. But uh, let's see. Uh, you can find me obviously at uh, Reddit Mavericks on Twitter. Um, Squish, who's on on today, you can find him at Squish Forty One. You can find Don at Don underscore Denim. Um, denim D E N H A M. So not like the pants, but spelled differently. Um, <laughs> you can find we have articles and stuff coming out every so often on a. Uh, our website, mffls.com. Um, you can follow us at uh, the underscore mffls on Twitter if you want. Um, sometimes, we'll do, sometimes we'll like live tweet stuff and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that's it, folks. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Have a good day. Peace. Get easy. <laughs>